Merry Christmas, everybody, and I guess welcome back to the podcast. Um, there's no guarantee that I'm going to really upload this episode or even permanently bring the podcast back. Uh, I'm just doing this because, number one, I'm bored, and number two, uh, sort of for therapeutic purposes, I guess, uh, you know, just to sort of verbally work through things, and, you know, I really did and still do have a passion for the podcasting conversation and uh you know maybe one day I'll still do it maybe right now uh is the time that I start to sort of revamp it I don't know but the reality is I was just bored here I am and welcome back um I uploaded a sort of not a Q&A but I asked on my Instagram for people to ask questions just so I can have some content to work with since I'm doing this podcast solo. Uh, so I guess we'll go ahead and start off with that. All right. So there's a couple different questions here. Not, you know, not many, but uh, I'll work with what I got. Um favorite type of fishing uh i love fishing and this podcast isn't about fishing but you're probably going to hear me mention it often especially if i do continue to do the podcast uh my favorite type of fishing is definitely saltwater fishing but to be a little bit more specific i love fishing for sharks not that i'm successful with it by any means but i got into it because i can't afford a boat um and I found out about land-based shark fishing through YouTube, as you do with many things. Um, so basically what we do, we, we, we get out there with these uh, larger-than-average fishing poles and, and reels. Um, instead of a 7-foot rod, uh, it's going to be more of a 10- to 12-foot rod. And instead of like a standard 300-yard reel, we're talking more in the range of 1,500 all the way up to 3,000 yards of line because we take a large chunk of bait. It could be an entire fish, but usually we're not fishing for sharks that huge. Uh, we'll take like a chunk of stingray. We'll put it in the back of a kayak, and I don't do this part. My, my buddy does this. He will uh, kayak the bait out anywhere from three to 500 yards out into the surf, drop the bait come back and from there it's a waiting game uh it's pretty fun i like getting out there on the surf and having a good time i live only about an hour and a half away from it again not as successful in that area as i'd like to be but it is what it is and regardless i'm out there having a good time with my friends so uh the next question i got a couple couple of these questions uh essentially how have i been um you know, I've been in a weird season in life right now. Uh, what At least that's what it feels like to me. I'm 21, been out of high school for two years now. Um, just going to put it out there, you know. I dropped out not once, but twice. Uh... At this point, uh, I think I've already quit three jobs, 
you know, the last job I, I, I did, I stuck with for about two and a half years. More like two years and eight months, but who's counting? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I've been good. I've been good as of recently. Um, and I got a job now. Uh, but that's sort of why I start, started to do the podcast right now. You know, I just felt like I wanted to get something out. I, I, I've been good, but sometimes I like to tell people, uh, could be worse, could be better. But what I want to emphasize is the fact that right now, as of the past six months, I've really been in this aggressive growth mode. Um, more so I think than I've ever been in my life. And I guess this is the only, the only, uh, it's only the beginning, right? And you can't expect progress to be so linear. You're going to have a couple steps forward and a couple steps back. Um, and I'm, I'm sort of in this mode of trying to figure things out, but eventually you got to pull the trigger. Eventually you got to do something. You can't just sit on your ass waiting around, you know, for something to fall from the sky. And so, um, I guess that sort of, uh, is a good segue to the next question from a, from a friend of mine. Uh, I'm not saying any names for this one, uh, but this guy basically asked me, um, you know, what's, what are some short term or long term goals that I'm working towards? Um, I could tell you short term. Long term is going to be a lot more difficult. And sometimes I don't like telling people my goals because for the life of me, sometimes I cannot accomplish things and I can't stay consistent uh, regardless of if I put it out there. So I'm saying my ideas. This isn't to say that I'm actually going to go out and do this. Uh, you know, I think at this point it's it's is the week before Thanksgiving, I ran my first ultra marathon, although it technically wasn't ultra distance. It was this race I ran with a friend of mine that I go fishing with, practically do everything with. And uh, you basically run around this four mile track uh, every hour on the hour until there's one person left. And you can quit whenever you want. And I did 22 miles and my friend did 33. And so I guess the next goal I have, I want to do another ultra marathon. Uh, but this time I, I want to, I want to hit somewhere in the range of 32, maybe even up to 50 miles. I'm looking at a couple of different races. I jacked up my knee on that race because I didn't train at all for it. Um, so now I'm stuck doing the elliptical, which sucks. You know, you're just staring at a freaking screen, looking at yourself for 45 minutes. You know, that's boring. Um, I tried swimming. I really got to stick with that, but for the life of me, I cannot swim. I'm like the I'm like a a freaking seal just flapping around in the water, you know? I just can't do it, but it's something I want to work on. So I guess I guess swimming might be up there in, in the in the list of uh short-term goals. Um I think a lot of my uh short-term goals are physically related for example another one is uh i've been doing jujitsu on and off for a couple months now so i really want to get a little bit more skilled and consistent with that um 
springtime's coming up. I don't know what the future holds, but if I'm still here, then I definitely want to get back on the saltwater grind, catch a couple more sharks if I can. Um, I bought a journal, so I'm trying to stay consistent with journaling. Uh, that one has two purposes. Number one, I've realized over the course of time that I'm extremely unstructured and I lack discipline in a lot of areas of my life. I lack the ability to um, to organize time and to fill the gaps throughout my day effectively. So I got a journal slash planner. It's like a bullet journal if you've ever heard of that. But it's essentially a planner in the form of a journal where you jot down your to-do list and your monthly you know, events. And that's been helping. Um, but for the second reason is also... You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes up in between my ears and sometimes it's hard to process and I process things really well via conversation or just talking out loud. But, you know, I'm not going to be sitting in my room talking to myself for 45 minutes. You're going to think I'm a psycho. So doing this little podcast here is a is a avenue for me to also process things. But the journal's another one. Because it, it helps me take the thoughts that are up here, the emotions that are in here, and sort of lay them out on the paper so I can objectively see them for what they are and not get carried away by them. It also helps with brainstorming. You know, you have an idea. Sometimes you forget it. Sometimes it just gets wrapped up in the, in the midst of the chaos in your head, and you got to just put that down. Um, long-term goals. You know, I just got finished reading a book, and I've heard this multiple times from different people, um, and that is the idea of value-based goals instead of, I guess, um, a more shallow perspective on goals is, is the why factor. Why do you want to achieve what you want to achieve, okay? And in the book that I read, and again, this is not a unique concept. This is something that's um, that many people uh, advise, and it's just something that I'm beginning to wrap my head around because sometimes, sometimes we we just want to get the next achievement, the next goal, but you don't really stop and reflect on why you're doing that. And the idea in this book is that our goals should be directly associated with the values in our life. And, and by values, I really just mean what's most important to us. What are the things in life that are most important to you? And your goals should be a direct reflection and connection with that. So don't just run a marathon to run a marathon. Run a marathon because you value endurance. Run a marathon because you value pushing yourself past your limits run a marathon because you value the community of runners that's just one example it could be anything but uh sometimes in and in, in the author used the example of this family that went on a trip to uh disney world and you know there's a mom there's a dad there's two brothers in the back seat and one of the brothers is just goal oriented and the other brother is i guess i guess it's value oriented and um you know, personally, I hate long drives. I just took a long drive to Colorado a couple months ago. Brutal. Hated it. But uh, in this little example, the goals-based brother hated the ride, you know, just like I did. 
And once he finally got to the destination, he enjoyed it. And likewise, when I got to the destination at Colorado, I enjoyed it. I loved it. But the difference was that the younger brother was value-based, right? He enjoyed the ride. He enjoyed the journey. He looked at the scenery around him. He had fun, had conversation in the car. He wasn't just focused on when are we going to get there. And so that's the idea is that you need to enjoy the journey just as much as you enjoy the accomplishment. And that's something that I'm working on, and it's it's it's, it's a lot easier said than done. Um, so in terms of what my long-term goals are, even if I knew what they were, I probably wouldn't say them here on the podcast. Uh, but I'll just say this. I've got some big ideas. Um, and like I said earlier, I think... One of the things that's in my way right now is this idea of fear and uncertainty, which maybe I'll get into in a moment. Um, I've just been in a, in a in sort of a funk of life recently. Uh, and you know what? I'd rather go through this at 21 than at 41. So I appreciate your answer. You know who you are, who asked it. And uh, it really got me thinking. So thank you. Um, next question. Did I get tickets for No Way Home? I assume you're talking about the Spider-Man movie. Uh, yes, I did. And I will be seeing it next Friday. I'm a big Spider-Man fan. So my buddy purchased a couple tickets for me and my brother and him to go watch. And... Yeah, I'm going to go see it. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully it turns out good. Uh, I heard it's going to be pretty wild in terms of like the uh, the cameos and things like that. But we'll see how it goes. Um, when's the real podcast coming back? Like I said, uh, like I, there's no pressure for me. Uh, it is not as though I'm famous at all. Uh, I'm just taking my time with this and I'm enjoying the ride. So if I publish this, I publish it. If I post the next one, I post the next one. If this if this is just for me, uh then then so be it, you know? I'm I'm just not sure. Uh couple weird questions from a, a friend of mine on here that it's not gonna get into. He's just being stupid. Um favorite food? Favorite food, I would definitely, no hesitation, go with brisket. But, with that being said, ribs is a close second contender. And, you know, when people talk about barbecue, you can't really, you, you can't talk about barbecue casually with me, just to be up front. Um... It's, it's something I take very seriously in life. There's a, there's a few things that I take very seriously in life, and this is one of them, okay? Um, you know, fajitas, carne asada, that, that's not barbecue, okay? That's not true Texas barbecue. True Texas barbecue, I'm talking brisket smoked by, you know... Somebody who's been in the game for four generations down 
okay? Uh, we're talking that hill country barbecue you get up in the Austin area. That barbecue will change your life. Guaranteed, okay? You're suffering from depression. You're suffering from anxiety. You're suffering from cancer. Go and get yourself some, some Texas barbecue in the Austin area. It'll change the game for you. That's all I have to say. Um, you know, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go ahead and pivot the conversation or the monologue back to the, um, to the question of goals where I was talking about fear. And I realized that this, this, uh, this podcast is sort of unstructured all over the place. Sorry. It is what it is. Welcome to my mind. With that being said. Um, the word fear and the concept of uncertainty has been, I think, a, um, a common theme in my life for the past six months minimum. You could say it goes all the way back a decade or maybe my whole life. But this past year, I've been reflecting more, growing more, and it's been, it's come to my uh, mind that f this, this idea of fear is something that I struggle with, especially the idea of uncertainty. Um, fear is a weird thing. Because on one hand, whatever it is you were afraid of, sometimes, not always, but whatever it is you were afraid of, it's like on one hand, you're not actually afraid of it at all. That logical, rational side to your brain uh, isn't afraid of it at all. But then you have this other portion of your brain, right? This more timid, worried um, part of your brain that is definitely afraid. And that's the part of you that has sort of this, this hold. It has this hold on you. So now you have this, this worried part of the brain. You have this rational part of the brain. Almost like they're at this game of tug of war. I shouldn't be afraid of this. I'm not afraid of this. But what if? What if this happens, right? It's always this endless game of what if what if what if what if right that's what i've observed about about fears that you have two sides to the coin but the question is how do you overcome it because people operate in different ways and i've i've noticed personally i've noticed that there are some people who will respond to this rational side and they can definitely overcome their fears through plain logic and uh, rationality. And that's if that works for you, great. But one of the things I've noticed over the course of this past year is that not everybody operates the same and not everybody, uh, not every strategy is universal in its application for everyone. 
So if you can take your fears and look at them objectively, if you can take them from here and write them out, look at them objectively, uh, use whatever strategy of rationalizing that you want to. And if that works for you, great. But the, here's the problem, okay? Especially with people who struggle with anxiety is that no matter how rational you are, and I'll, and I'll use an example here, an example of somebody who uh, is afraid to fly in a plane, right? No matter how rational you are with that person, how many arguments you present to them, how many statistics you present that they're more likely to, to die in a car crash or more likely to, to get hurt doing whatever average activity they normally do instead of flying on a plane, that's not going to work with them. Why? Because anxiety has this insatiable need to be certain of life's outcomes. Okay. Once you understand that anxiety and fear will never be satisfied, that changes your strategy, that changes your approach to how you look at things. And, and, and applying this strategy, trust me, harder than, than, than it seems. Uh, but once you understand that anxiety and, and fear is just insatiable and will never be satisfied, the key to overcoming that is to learn it, to learn to accept uncertainty. And you know what? Not only accept uncertainty, but even seek out uncertainty. Run toward your fears. One, you know, there's this one quote. I don't want to butcher it, so give me like a moment to look this up real quick. It was a. Uh, uh, pretty powerful. I mean, meant a lot to me. So, uh, I just want to look it up real quick. It was a quote on, uh, overcoming your fears. And there's a couple of them out there. I might read a couple of them while I'm here. Stupid ads. Okay. This one's from Dale Carnegie. Inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds confidence and courage. If you want to conquer fear, don't sit at home and think about it. Go out and get busy. So, obviously reflection and thinking has its time and place, but Sometimes you got to stop thinking and you got to get off your ass and you got to go do something. You, you don't overcome your fears by outthinking them. Okay, that's not the type of game that uh, fear operates in. You're afraid of heights? Gradually, gradually move towards heights, right? Or if you're brave enough, you got the balls, go jump out of plane, right? Um... But at the end of the day, we're all human beings, and as much as we understand certain concepts, progress is not linear, and you have to you have to make room for failure. And I used to judge myself a lot, and I still do to a certain degree, but just not as much as I used to uh, with regards to failure. And what I've learned is that there's two types of people. When it comes to failure, there's the person that beats themselves up over it, thinking that the amount that, that the degree to which they failed is the degree to which they must beat themselves up over. 
And then there's the person that fails. Could be on a moral level, could be on a simple goal level, but they fail and they realize it. But they don't waste time whipping themselves in the back. They simply grow, learn, and move forward. Every opportunity in life can be an opportunity to grow. It all just depends on how you look at it. No matter how much you suffer, no matter what you go through, it can all just be an opportunity to grow. And look, I'm not, I'm just a 21-year-old kid. I don't implement everything I'm saying to perfection, Um, but this is my podcast. I can say what I want and... These are my thoughts. So um, to respond to your question again, uh, for those of you that have asked how I'm doing and what my goals are, ultimately I'm doing good and I'm making progress and I'm growing. Um, Sometimes we just kind of get disappointed when things don't go as fast as we'd like them to or when maybe when we have this imaginary idea of how life should be and it doesn't play out like that. Uh, I think that's all for this podcast today, guys. Uh, Merry Christmas. Maybe this is going to be up, maybe not, but if it is, I'll catch you next time.